Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription. Trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon Show. Uh, so, hey, another first for us. We are uh, we're getting ready to do our first barrel pick with uh, with some partners of ours. So, uh, the Rochester Barrel Picking Club. I hope I got that right. Uh, we got cl- close. Uh, well, we'll get to you in a minute, Jeff, and you can give them the proper introduction. Uh, so we've got Jeff on with us, and uh, we got Alan Katz from New York Distilling Company, and he's going to give us a little um, uh, kind of walking through the process. So if you haven't done a barrel pick before, he's going to talk a little. Probably he'll give us some insight on on New York Distilling little history on himself but then he's going to walk through you know where did he get the barrels from why did he pick these and an overview of what they are and then uh the main reason that i'm here is we're gonna we're gonna sample these babies and pick a barrel amen sounds good yeah that sounds that sounds great okay i'm uh you know i didn't really think this was going to come to fruition but uh we're here (laughs) thanks for having me again uh jeff march from rochester new york elite barrel pickers i know it's uh, a little long but uh I don't know the Rochester Society or whatever you said, but uh, no, thanks for having, <laughs> thanks for having me on again. I think this is going to be fun. Um, my daughter is coming to join us, um, but uh, but uh, no, I'm excited to kind of do a. You know, I've done a few picks in my day, and excited to you know do this one as well. Absolutely, Alan. Well, and thanks, guys. Uh, likewise, uh, I'm down in, in Brooklyn, uh, where the distillery is located. Uh, we're a nine-year-old distillery. We make rye whiskey, and we make gin as well. And uh, my enthusiasm and uh, great infatuation, if you will, for rye really goes back to pre-colonial era America, where rye was the foremost spirit of its day. And as you get into the first golden age of cocktail culture, which is really the mid to late 19th century up until prohibition, the predominant brown spirit was in fact rye. So when I was setting up uh, my distillery with my partners here in Brooklyn, I really impressed it upon them that I wanted to focus on these two categories alone and exclusively of gin on the clear spirits and rye on the whiskey. And it's pretty unique. A lot of our colleagues and contemporaries make a myriad of whiskeys. I I love whiskey in general. I love bourbon. I love malt whiskey. Uh, I'm always interested in trying something new. But I figured if I've got, you know, a lifespan to dedicate to something specifically that I'm going to focus just on rye, learn along the way as much as I can about it, and share it with other people. Now, the unique thing about going through this with you today, and then I'll I'll give it back to to you guys and to Jeff, is that our typical MO is that we blend our barrels. We make a flagship at 90.4 proof called Ragtime Rye, and we make a bottled and bond at 100 proof, of course. And the concept of single barrels is one that I love because we are constantly tasting our single barrel output. And we have a primary space in Brooklyn our manufacturing space where we age barrels. And then we have two warehouses in upstate New York, closer, frankly, to where Jeff is than where I am. And that's where the bulk of our barrels of of several thousand at this point are aging. And if there was something I would take great pride in is that we've made every drop of this whiskey. Mm -hmm. So if you don't like it, it's on me. If you (laughs) like it, it's on me. That's all fine. But with great pride, as I said, none of this is purchased We make our whiskey, we age it to our specifications. And what I've tried to do is pick barrels from a couple different warehouses, of course, but from lower levels in the warehouse, a little bit higher. High is relative. This is not like going to a Rick house in Kentucky or Tennessee that's several stories high. Our barrels are 10 or 12 high, but there's even a discernible difference in temperature and final output in that discrepancy of height. And then, depending on the width of the wreck house, barrels from the interior to the exterior. And those that are on the exterior get a lot more heat to absorb and ultimately evaporate the whiskey just because our warehouses are corrugated metal. So the closer you are to that exterior wall, the more sunlight is beaming down on it, 
the walls themselves get quite hot, like burned to the touch. Uh, and so that's where we'll get into some nuance of flavor, aroma, and other characteristics, uh, in large part based on where these barrels were picked from, so that there's enough fun and diversity from you to select. Are you doing any temperature control? Because I know some place, yeah. I know you mentioned that uh, you're up here, so closer yeah, to me. Well, but what I know I'd some say, people- it's, it's not in the budget to do temperature control. Sure. But even if it was, it, it's not something that I particularly prescribe to. I have friends that do, uh, and I've experienced some things, you know, certainly down in Kentucky as well, a few places that do that. But for us, we simply let it go through the seasons, and we really are counting our years by how many summers we go through because our distilling season starts in earnest in the fall. Our rye harvest is in july mid-july the corn doesn't come in until early to mid-september by the time our grains are cleaned and milled we're really looking at late october and into november to start in earnest so it's a good pace and a good rush for us to get liquid in a barrel our new making barrels and finished before we really hit april i'd say so that we can get spring and then the intensity of summer in for that first season and all your, all your grains and such, your, everything's sourced in New York, correct? All of our rye and corn are from New York. Uh, yeah. Right now, we work with specific farmers for those grains. We don't, to be honest, work with specific farmers for our barley, so we get it where it's available. Uh, it's all North American. Uh, and the mash bill is 75% New York State rye, 13% New York corn, and 12% malted barley. Hmm. Nice. But I know this is going to go extremely well. Uh, I will say before we started recording, you did share you like to do your tasting before eight o'clock in the morning. Uh, it's a man after my heart. So I'm thinking the next one we do is going to be during the British Open, and we can have uh, we can have a little rye whiskey and a little golf on. There you go. We'll, we'll do it. In hey, the- Alan. Before we get started, uh, for the people that are watching, are you able, are you? Uh, can you tell them? I know, but can you tell them? how many barrels you rest in a year just to, so they can get the sense of how big you are. I know sure. pretty well, sure know, some people haven't heard of New York distilling. Sure. My um, pleasure. Thanks. Thanks for asking. You know, our, our ambition since about year five and we've just started year 10 has always been to fill a thousand barrels a year. We've never hit that mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it, it just to, to sort of paint a picture of what craft distilling is like when you're making your own whiskey, the most I think we filled is 867 in a year. Wow. And right now we're sitting on just shy of 3,000 barrels. Obviously, that takes into consideration barrels that we started dumping three years ago. Mm-hmm. Three plus you, years. Col- column still or pot still? We use both. We have a pot still in Brooklyn and a column still upstate. Hmm. And so sometimes we'll discern between the two, sometimes we'll blend between the two. And the fun thing, and it sort of lends to uh, maybe my almost my, my sole positive attribute <laughs> is that I'm exceedingly, almost foolishly patient in life. Uh, <laughs> and so we do a lot of not so much forecasting, but planning. And I'm not trying to be esoteric with our whiskeys. I really want them to be approachable for whiskey aficionados and professionals alike. But you know, we have projects that are eight, nine, 10 years in the making, and some won't come to fruition for another two, three, four years. As I said at the outset, because we're constantly learning from what's coming out of the barrels about what our whiskey is and what it can be. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. Awesome. Uh, so I'm assuming as we kind of start into these, you're going you're gonna to share kind of what we're tasting, maybe some age statements, et cetera, as we go through each glass, right? That's correct. I, th- I, think, I think we should, uh, I, mean, I mean, yeah, we are live right now. Um, I hate to know the age statement because your mind will sometimes maybe tasting notes. I turned my, I mean, honestly, I haven't memorized these at all. I haven't turned around. I don't even know what this age statement is. Um, I know we're going left or right, but I think we should uh, wait till the age statement at the end because some people like might to be know some that. surprises. You might like to, I know we have a couple, uh, I think 2014s and 2016s, but that's all I really know. Um, I typically, you know, we have five samples. Uh, I try to find two outliers that maybe are just, 
missing something they they're not my for me they might be for someone else um and then go down to three and really decide you know have a collective conversation hopefully we all can agree to those three if not great um let's you know we can work those out and see if there's one or two that we really like um because i did i did try these um and there's some there's some really good ones i think we're we're in for a treat for sure I, I do too. I just hope I can make it to the uh, where we've dropped two and we're to the three part. Well, so, I mean, uh, this isn't. <laughs> this is, uh, you know, I poured a couple ounces, but you don't need to drink it all. You know, really, you know, what now I recommend is what I recommend is nose all of them. Yep. You know, kind of get your notes down. You know, noses are great, but you can't drink a nose. Um, you know, so nose them all. See what you think. There's. There's a couple that are, you know, probably pretty similar. Um, you, pr- you can get something, some caramel on some of them. It's a funny thing. I'm, I'm a weird taster, I'm sure. But rather than a long draw, I take real short, quick sniffs and then put it away. And then just let my brain work a little harder on that first one and see if anything comes to the fore. And then I'll go back. And say, oh yeah, orange peel, candied orange, peach skin. I'm keeping my mouth shut after this, but <laughs> watermelon <laughs> with a with a sunrise beating down on it. Hmm. A little sea mist. I know there's going to be some quiet time. I mean, that's the, the well. Thing the other thing, I'll, it is what it, it is. What it is. I mean, these, you can... these are all at one twelve, which is. Oh essentially cask strength we do barrel entry proof at 115 uh and so uh jeff's right these are all within i believe a four plus to six plus year age range uh so we have had some uh uh, alcohol evaporation obviously some water as well but a little bit more alcohol evaporation so the proof just does gently decrease in that range of time stamp Yeah, I'm not getting anything like, I mean, the nose on these are all pretty pleasant. I mean, for, for cast strength, I mean, everything's coming across uh, pretty inviting. I mean, nothing's like, uh, eh, don't don't get me yet. You know, it's kind of saying, yeah, you want a little more. I, I don't get anything that's really crazy. Couple that uh, more, there's one that's just, wow. Yeah, like, I got there's, one. There's, there's three, there's three are pretty, pretty similar ones, I would say, I mean, that's one thing a lot of people ask me like, Oh, what do, what do you get on the nose? I just know what I like. Sometimes I'm getting more into, you know, the orange peels and the, you know, what Alan expressed earlier, but, um, you know, there's one that's pretty blah and one there's, you know, it's like, wow, is this finished in something? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, let's dive in and taste them and, They've actually opened up since I opened them earlier today. Yeah, I mean, already starting with um, with number one, and I like you, like you. It was I don't know a week or two ago. Uh, whatever we got, a couple of days after we got them, Dan and I. Cal, say the number so that we're all so that we I can make sure I'm on the same one. Uh, yeah, sorry. So, so we're four, we're going four one four 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 seven four 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 seven six eleven six thirty and six thirty nine. Okay, got it. I mean, one off the bat, I mean, it's a little early, you know, all five of them. There's one off the bat that I probably think is missing something, in my opinion. Uh, might be your guys' favorite. If it is, let's talk about it. I would just say 639 might be um, missing just something, in my opinion. Um, See, I'm getting um... – I hadn't hadn't tasted it yet. I'm just kind of smelling. I'm getting kind of honey. There's caramel on the nose. I get the nose on like yeah. I thought the nose on six thirty nine was one of the ones I thought had some nice character to it. Six eleven is crazy. Yeah, so six thirty nine to me. So that that's our fifth one. It's um I don't. It feels a little thin to me, kind of on on the palate. Um, It's kind of hitting. 
really nothing. There's no finish, just a little that rye. There's really nothing that draws out besides the rye spice. Yeah, I, I get a get it. You know, I get it a uh, little bit tip of the tongue hits the mid palate and then it's just kind of gone. I don't get you know, a whole lot of kind of viscosity or that oily mouth coat on uh, on 639. And uh, if people if viewers can see. So this guy is 639. You can see the color as well compared to yeah. 630. I mean, so there's a reveal right there. I'm biting my tongue not to share too much information. <laughs> go ahead. No, go ahead. No. Well, did, wait, wait, if he's going to let the cat out of the bag, man, yeah, I mean, speak I, up. <laughs> I, I will say now, this is interesting. This is the youngest of the sample set that I sent you. So that color is a, is a great indicator. I sent this one because of <clears throat> all the barrels that I've tasted uh, of recent note. This is one of my distinctive favorites from the 2016 distillation season. This is a four-year, four-month-old barrel now, but it'll be interesting in comparative set if we, let's say, disqualify 639, that it was, in fact, the youngest of the set. Yeah, I didn't. Okay. Yeah, so so that's fair, right? And I, and that's probably why when I'm saying I'm not getting a whole lot of finish, it's a little feels a little bit thin. Is that that's the... It could be, but what I would say in interesting in, in note is just from my experience, if you if you have the room and the interest, save that sample. And I'll so this, just for fun, I'll send you a sample of six thirty nine on an annual basis <laughs> until we bottle it, and let's see how it evolves so at a twelve think, month interval. I think it needs one more summer. Yeah, um, I think. I think it. I mean, it's. For, so there's one thing, you know, the price point with uh, Ragtime Rise, it's crazy. It's crazy good. Um, some people, we did a pick right here. Um, some people like the, at that price point, they'll use it for a cocktail. I mean, 639, I would put that in a cocktail right now with that spice on the back end. I mean, it's going to express a lot of things. You know, we're not necessarily picking, trying to pick up cocktail, uh, but for that, for a cocktail, that was that would be very, very good to get that rice spice. So, so six thirty to me. So, uh, is it too early to move on? No, yeah, I would say six thirty nine's out. How, I was, how was it rushing? So we have we have we have four yeah. left. Six thirty nine's out, in my opinion. If everybody agrees. Yeah, no, I, I would agree. But you compared six thirty nine to six thirty, and I'm getting like. Um, I mean, when I'm thinking about drinking a rye whiskey, I mean, this is this kind of just screams rye whiskey to me. I'm getting um, I'm getting like a ton, just big red chewing gum. Uh, just put it in my mouth. Got sweet, sweet on that first chew. And then as soon as it hits your kind of the inside of your mouth. Right. I mean, I just start salivating all around this thing and I get that that good, strong, deep rye finish. I wouldn't say it's well, I don't know. It's actually still finishing for me. So I'd say this is one of the longer finishes, uh, in the group. And I just took small taste of the others, but from a finish standpoint, uh, I mean, this is kind of the, uh, if you, if somebody said, Oh, I don't like rye, I would imagine this is what they tasted. I'll, I won't, uh, reveal the age of the, of the next four, but what I'll say very interestingly, and the reason I sent this barrel to the three of you was that most of our barrels, 90% of our barrels are from the independent stave company in Missouri. Century plus old cooperage, you know, unless you're Diageo. Awesome, awesome place to go to. Awesome place to go awesome. to. You know, unless you have your own cooperage, by and large in the American whiskey game, you buy from uh, independent stave company. And they have a couple different types of barrels now. Uh, and I used to think it was gimmicks. And, and I said, well, I'll buy a few of these and a few of those. And we'd had some mainstay, their regular barrels. Uh, I should mention the char we use for all of our barrels is char level three out of four. And I selected this barrel because it's one of the few by percentage that we filled in a Kelvin, Kelvin with the K, Kelvin Cooperage barrel from Kentucky. And as I said, in the effort for us to continue to learn about our whiskey, in our earliest days, which you know maybe a decade's worth of time seems like a long time, but we're really just you know getting out of the juvenile stage of, of what we're trying to do long term. We said, okay, well let's try some different barrels. Barrels maybe where the heads are toasted, maybe when they're not. 
Uh, and what we've learned over time, in my opinion, is that while we order Kelvin at char three, that to me, a Kelvin char three is like an independent stave barrel at char four. So it's a deeper wow. char. Uh, you can and, tell by the color, I mean. Exactly. And so you get so it, more color. Is 611, sorry to interrupt, Alan. 611, is that uh, Kelvin? No. 630 is the only Kelvin barrel. Hmm. Uh, I didn't realize the gamesmanship that we'd be uh, entertaining here, but I, I sent it in large part because I thought, well, that's interesting. I'm getting some different characteristics again, without giving my tasting notes. No, what are your tasting? I get a little smoke on the front. I mean, yeah, the, I think the, that's the it. nose. The nose was a little different to me um, based on our rye whiskey, to be honest. You know, um, as, as Cal said, and I should say, I've never met Cal and Dan before. This is the first time. You don't want Cal, to. You don't want to. Meet one of Cal's first notes, I think that I heard on 639 on the first whiskey we tasted was a note of honey. Mm-hmm. On the nose, yep. for sure. Yep. And that has really become a hallmark for our whiskeys, for our ragtime rye. And so when we get barrels that are so far afield of that, I put a different color code on that to say, let's pay attention to this. Let's watch this over time. And and I agree, Jeff. This has got a little bit more perfunctory smoke and earthiness to it, sort of like you know, a little bit darker than that uh, mild tobacco, a little, you know, a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cinnamon is still mixed in there, but once that cinnamon dissipates, that's when I'm getting some darker fruit, darker chocolate, and mm-hmm. a nice, a real nice lingering finish. Hmm. Yeah. So for me, uh, six so thirty is stain. We'll say. But let's, yes. let's try. Let's try to. Let's try to find one other. Okay. Uh, hold on. Well, I don't. I don't want to taste um, six eleven yet because just on the nose, I think that that's. I think it's going to be unfair to. Um, uh to the to the other two i think 447 is my next out all right go, my, go that. My I, I want to skip 611 i already that, that that thing is i think it's special we're we're okay. trying to we're trying to uh find no buenos <laughs> mm. um, <laughs> no i mean no we um it was funny because i was down in uh kentucky a couple of weeks ago at uh luxrow and we had a, you know, who just got purchased what by MGP. Yep. Um, but, uh, you know, we had three samples and it was, uh, that's a cool experience down there for sure. But, uh, three samples and they all were like alike. And it was just like, where'd you guys pull these? Are these like sister barrels? <laughs> hey, just, just get the, just get the ones right there. It's easy. Right. Right. No, I, I we, we greatly appreciate it. You can tell Alan put in some thought with these and, there's a lot of different, uh, there's a lot of different things going on with all Absolutely. these there's two, yeah. there's two maybe that are pretty similar, but all the others are not even close. And I think, I think 414 and 447 are pretty similar, but I think 414 just outperforms. I think, yeah, I, I would agree. So, um, and honestly, before I taste it, um, to the viewers, I did try these before we got on just to see what I was trying. I did not like 414 and after it opened up and everything 447 is vice versa. Like I like 44. I don't like 444 that I don't like 447 right now. Um, it's just, you know, 447 to me is a, it, it's, it's kind of a little flat on the nose and, and that could be, whoa. So I just hit uh 414 and I didn't smell honey. And oddly enough, I didn't get honey on the tip of my tongue, but I've got like on the finish, it's like, I'm like the honey is just in the back of my throat, just continuing on. And I got some heat with it too. Not, not heat, but it's making my tongue tingle. But it's like, it's like if I had uh, like hot sauce, honey, and I put a big spoonful of it in that that's what four one four is giving me now. What'd you have for lunch? Did you just drink honey all day or what? <laughs> no. I hey, and oddly enough, and again, as I mentioned, I tasted them as well and made some notes. Yeah. And now I'm getting kind of some minty, uh, a little more heat on it. 414. That's, uh, that, that's thing it's is, great. I just put four, I put mint at 414 also. Yeah. yeah I get the mint on the 414. Yep. What do you think of 447, everybody? You think that's a, I know. Uh, yeah. I'm, probably, with, I'm with you. It's, it's good. It's, it's good, good. But yeah. 
I mean, what is the year on that one? The 447 is five years, four months uh, plus days this month. Uh, I put it in there because uh, I put, you know, for me, it was a, a nice undulating cola note. I thought on an ice cube, I liked a lot. I'm going back to my notes from this morning here. Uh, more vanilla on the nose than honey, but a little yeah. bit of that honey. But then once the alcohol dissipates, to me, that cola sticks with it. Mm-hmm. And unlike some of the other barrel samples, a little bit more of uh, darker chocolate, a dusting of darker chocolate. And not heavy by flavor, but almost by weight on the palate of fruit. You put a you put a drop of uh, water in this. It's a vanilla bomb on the nose. Exactly. Um, which one? Four four seven. But it, I mean, mine might have been just a more than a drop, but then it kills the back end. Uh, but man, vanilla galore on the yeah on the nose. Oh sure. yeah, I just put water in there, and I just immediately got that concentrated vanilla, like the, uh, you know, in the little, little bottle, little, uh, little That's dark it. bottle. Yeah. So I would say we have four, one, four, six, 11, six Um, I would say now we're in the, these are completely different zone. Um, yeah. Four, one, four. I mean, they're all rise. Four, one, four is traditional. Have you guys tried six eleven is funky in a good yeah, way? I, I got lots um, of good things to say about it. And then six thirty is you know we already talked about that. Let's let's uh, let's dive into six eleven. Okay. This might shoot. I mean the nose on this is <laughs> it's crazy good, isn't it? What is it like raisin caramel? That's I mean, it. There's, there's so much shit going on in this thing. I'm getting some, but uh, if I'm getting like some lemon zest and, and maybe that's kind of the, the mint or something that's, that, that's almost kind of translating to like the, like that spicy zest of the lemon, not, not the citrus, but. The, yeah, I agree. It's the skin. You get lemon to me. It's like lemon and grapefruit a little bit is what I put down. Yeah. What's, um, what's this finished in? <laughs> what's this finished in, Alan? Yeah, what's this finished in? This is not is a, this touched is, any wood. These are all still in their original barrels as we speak and breathe here today. That's crazy. Uh, this is so, not any secondary finish. So I don't have to say honey flavor this time, so Jeff doesn't yell at me. We may call this one like, uh, hey, honey. Uh, hey, honey. But but I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you where this came from. This was in our upstate warehouse. Uh, it's in Orange County, New York, which is about 90 minutes north of New York City. And this was the highest rack in the warehouse, about mm. center high. Uh, and so um, I can't tell you, but I haven't weighed the barrel, you know, how much exactly has evaporated. But there is a different concentration of flavor because it's been affected by a greater heat variance in this particular rec house. Mm. Was, that, was that the cliff notes version? Cause uh, I, as you're talking, I'm thinking in my mind, can short you, edu- can, can you, can you, <laughs> well, not, but well, it turned it, maybe it turned itself oh, it, into a short barrel, but can you give me like the, can you give the, maybe the people that are going to be listening or, or that are listening actually, um, can you give us the cliff notes of what does it mean when, you know, from, from your, expertise and you're picking out barrels and you're talking about location, what does that actually mean? So to give it a little bit of a backstop or preface, we lose, uh, in a good way, we lose about 5% of the whiskey when the barrel is filled in a matter of weeks to absorption into the oak staves, into the barrel. And then on average, on an annual basis, we'll lose another 5% to evaporation. So if you introduce per year, per year, year, or every year, another 5%. Uh, So, you know, at, at four years old, you've lost 25% of your barrel, et cetera, et cetera. So if we put a barrel or take a sample in this case from a barrel that's on a higher rack at a higher level in the warehouse and the heat is affecting again, there's not a ton of ventilation, our warehouses, all of them are made of corrugated metal. So it can get pretty warm in there, particularly in spring. And obviously in summer, we have the same hot, humid summers. Yours might be a little bit longer than ours. 
Jeff's might be a little bit less, but they're all relatively, yep. they're relatively the same. But at that temperature, and even at say 10 barrels high, we can get an 18, 19 degree variance on the same day. And if you think of, you know, the big companies in Kentucky and Tennessee, theirs are six stories high. So real monumental differences here. So even in ours, you know, a nearly 20 degree difference is going to have a direct impact on how the whiskey is aging. What I mean by that is as we get evaporation, the real essence of aging is how oxygen is interacting with the whiskey that's still in the barrel. And if you can sort of picture a side view of the barrel front on, so you're looking at the circle of the head of the barrel, that say you've lost 15, 20, 25%, and you can picture that headspace in the barrel. All that room in the barrel between the liquid, the aging whiskey, and the rest of the circumference of the barrel is that headspace where the oxygen gets to play and really affect the aromas and the flavors once we pull it out. It's uh, it's it's really interesting because we had uh, a distillery um, had half of a barrel. It was like a six year, and it sat for like a year and a half. And we tried it, and then we tried it a year and a half later, and it was like holy smokes! Sure, like that. It was basically hyper aged, and what what it what came out was like oh. I mean, you get, you get, you do get a little bit more oak, I feel like, um, because of the, you know, it was on the higher side, but you don't get much. I mean, the flavors on this, it's the color is probably the darkest besides Calvin. I mean, they're both pretty dark. Um, it's definitely, you know, first or second on the level of darkness, but, um, yeah, it's interesting that uh, that that's usually your darkest barrel, and then you know what's not is. I mean, again, to me, I mean, I kind of eyeball on it. I mean, I you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I, I don't have that good of an eye, and the lighting's bad, so I, I wouldn't say there's much. Isn't the sun out? Isn't the sun out in Georgia? Or? Uh, well, you know, daylight savings, man. The sun's going down. <laughs> sun's going down in Georgia. Um, so, so we're so, down to three, right? Yeah, four, one, four, six, eleven, and six thirty. What, which, uh, which should be our final two? What do you think? Well, here, here's uh, just a couple thoughts on my mind. I think, um, and I, I'm with you, Jeff, on uh, on four, one, four. That was not my favorite at the beginning. Uh, when I, well, I mean, I had to, just a smell and a, and a sniff and poured it back uh, in when I got them, but. There's something on the back end that is a little bit. It's it, it's a mint bomb to me, man. It, I mean, it's, it's, it's like, a really mint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get mint bomb like totally on this. And if you're traditionally looking for, uh, so I think I think a lot of I think a lot of, uh, and I could be wrong, but I think a lot of the rye drinkers out there now are used to uh, MGP ninety five five because <laughs> it's every because it's everywhere. It really is. Yeah. And talk about mint fresh notes this is this doesn't even compare to those this is i don't even really get that much mint on the, there is some there but it's not stand out um it's your traditional rye in my opinion 414 is a traditional rye um i think it's a little bit older to be honest it's well rounded compared to uh 639 um the flavor profile goes a little bit longer and then it, it rounds out with a little spice on the back end. Six eleven. Well, let's talk about that in a minute because let, let's, no, no, let's, I'm just going to go down the road. I'm going to go <laughs> six eleven is very unique. It's uh, yeah. it's not your traditional rye. It's something I like because I like not to be like everybody else. I like to be different. Um, six eleven is that profile basically. Um, you do get some rye on the back end. Six thirty was good. Um, I would, I would put that one out next, probably in my opinion. But that's just you put six thirty out. Yeah, I would put it between four four one four and six eleven. To be honest. So, and okay. So, can we talk about this for a second? No, yeah. it's done. 
Okay. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, but no. If you two, I'm if kidding. you two over. I, no, 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 no. I'm, no, no. I'm kidding. No, 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 but but uh, just just for so to me and and both of the. I mean, when I'm looking at four one four and six thirty, um, it, it all has to do with the finish to me. And oddly enough, and, and again, I mean, everybody's palate's different. Uh, you know, Jeff mentioned I had nothing but honey to eat today. Honey so, nut Cheerios. You know, uh, yeah, I had, had honey nut Cheerios. I had uh, uh, waffles, and spicy waffles and chicken for lunch. And I uh, haven't had dinner yet. But you go to Waffle House today? Isn't Waffle, <laughs> to the Waffle, House. Isn't Waffle House in Georgia? Oh, yes. Amen, brother. Just uh, like Odessa. But, but, but the, uh, the weird thing, and, and so, and, and I'm just making a statement, is I get, I get a hot, uh, I, I, made, I wrote down a note, oddly enough, I get hot cotton candy. Like if you could make big red cotton candy, that's what I get out of 630. Um, out of 414, I get a, uh, if you could combine like uh, double mint gum honey flavor and, and one of those little uh, honey chews. <laughs> That's what I get. At. So it's like it's really throwing me off because I don't know. It's it, it's it's two totally different flavor profiles. Uh, yep. I think it's it's honestly it's I think it's almost one verse one verse one because these are three different profiles. They're they are. I mean, you could honestly pick a you could pick a, something a one two three out of the hat and you couldn't go wrong with any of these three in my opinion. It's how four one four traditional rye six eleven. It's funky. J- it's it, good. For, it's really, really let's, good. Let's agree that six eleven is in there. Yeah, six eleven's yeah. good. I mean, right. um, I think six thirty is good. It's like, like you said, uh, it, you know, big reds, cinnamon. Um, All these are the same proof levels, j- j- give or take, and I get the most heat. And it's not an off-putting heat. I get the most like spice out of. Um, out of out of six thirty, that's the most spice that I get I on the back uh, on on the palate. I agree. That it's it's all spice. So again, we're 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 going to get somewhere. We're we're uh, kind of qu- question for Alan, and this is um question I have is what do you see? I know it took a while for me to <laughs> take, uh, but uh, what do you see as someone? So you're a regular drinker, right? Is yeah. it neat? Is it is it neat? Is it on a is it fresh or uh, fridge ice or is it uh, a drop of water? Because yeah, sure. When when I see when I see my group members that um, because they all have I've I poured water in all these and re-poured them, they all have different profiles. A hundred percent. So when 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 picking, fortunately and unfortunately, I always have that in my mind is how can the rest of my group enjoy exactly. Cause I know that 60, probably 65, 70% of the group is going to throw ice on this thing or they're going to, which is not a bad thing. Don't no. get me wrong, but I'm trying to make sure they're happy with their pick as well, because for six thirty nine, they went adios. Like yeah. there was nothing. It's so, funny. and then I would get be like, Hey, why, why'd you, why the F did you pick six thirty nine? Because I like that cask. Well, now I put water in 630, I put water in 611, I put water in 414 and saw how it worked a little or how the spirit actually brought on the water. And yeah, I mean, what do you, what do you see out there? You know, my, it's just my personal preference. I'm always going to taste at room temperature. These are mm-hmm. all 112. Our cast strength is 112. I can drink this on its own. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's not harsh in any way. And that's fine. It's just a comment. However, if I was sitting and we were sitting in the same place, sitting with friends, having this to drink, for me, I'd put one ice cube, one kitchen ice cube, not big ice cube, one half moon out of your freezer dispenser of ice. That's it for me. And I mean on, you know, two good fingers of a pour. Um, And I'm intrigued just from the pleasure sense, but also the business sense of what I want to do with the whiskeys that are coming out of our barrels, I would say in descending order, it's on one ice cube is my preference. I'm a cocktail guy. So I typically will make old fashions with overproof whiskey. 
because I know that slight stir on ice is also just going to bring the proof down. And then I'll go on a different course and try it in a Manhattan. Um, and these days it's interesting. You said, you know, what was that finished on these whiskeys or, or one or two of them? Yeah. That, you know, I'm a, as big a vermouth freak as I am a rye whiskey freak. God, we got to get, we, you and I have to get up. We got to do a session just on vermouth. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to talk to these guys another time. <laughs> uh, so these days I'm making Manhattans, but I'm specifically using Spanish vermouths. I've been using Italian vermouths for 25 years and getting, you know, it doesn't take a lot to get real geeky on vermouth. I have my house blend. It's a split between an earthier, robust vermouth and a brighter cherry forward vermouth. And I do it 50-50, put it in my own dark bottles and put it in the refrigerator. But these days, you know, I go heavy toward Spanish vermouths that are sherry-based. Uh, some of them clearly have a PX influence. And with an overproof whiskey, particularly a rye that you perceive at least has some spice to it, it's a real nice counterbalance in a cocktail. So, so my question, Alan, um, I know we're on a time commitment. Do we, do, are our, our final three is your favorite in the final three and be honest. Sure. Yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> yes. It is. So, so we didn't. I don't, screw up I don't much know. Yet. I don't know. I don't know. Four, one, four, six, 11 and six thirty. Yeah. Yes. I've got yes. My notes. yes, absolutely. And then, so, so I, mean, I, I did add a touch of water and I got a lot, uh, I think it helped, uh, well, I shouldn't say help. That's, that's the wrong word to use. Uh, I got a lot more mint out of, uh, not for like uh, 414. I got a lot more mint out of 414, uh, on the, on the, on the, uh, fresh. on the palate. Fresh. On, fr fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like just freshly crushed. I'm thinking like, uh, how do I make a whiskey mojito? I think I think adding water to six thirty was it it ruined. I mean, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, no. I, my, I, my, my 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 top two are four one four and six eleven. I can roll with honest. that. Yeah, right. Dan. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. Dan, are you are I'm, you even? Dan, I don't even think Dan's drinking. Uh, I got Diet Coke, guys. That's good, right? Uh, no, no. I was with I was with Jeff when we tried to eliminate six thirty like fifteen minutes ago. So yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, well, I, I mean, I was just saying. I, it, it's hey, not Dan. Yeah. Cal likes to talk. He does. It's okay. He does. Well, hey, okay. Next time you guys can do the show by yourself. You know, uh, okay. you, when you ask him about the eyesight and like this one's darker than that one, you should see him try to read a green. So just to. Yeah. <laughs> It's like this is breaking right a foot. No, it's actually going four feet left. Dumbass. It's like the hills the other way, dipshit. <laughs> You're only wearing one shoe, Cal. Uh, all right, so we're we're at um, six eleven and four one four. I mean, uh, these are so, Alan. I mean, these are complete opposites. They really are. Okay, um, there are some significant differences. There, yeah, a lot. Um, I kind of, I kind of dig six eleven. I do too. Just because, I mean, so in my opinion, whiskey is about the experience. And yes, I know rye whiskey, you get a lot of fresh notes on the nose typically. Yeah. This one brings you in from the start, like, holy shit, like, what's going on here? Um, big bold you know it's it's not, these are total opposites to be honest i mean 414 is the traditional rye in my opinion mm -hmm. it's it's, it's yep. good i mean we could bear we honestly we could probably bottle 414 611 and 630 630 just just is a little flat to me on the back end when you add a little water and on the nose it brings it down a little bit 611 and 414 um bring out the characteristics of rye even even though they're not alike of what i like um and what people i think would like um i don't think people like with the smokiness on 630 as a rye in my right. opinion um but 611 and 414 i feel like we're dealing with the oldest whiskey on one of these and i'm pretty sure it's 414 that we've tried 
Um, I'm not sure the year on 611, but uh, 414 is probably the oldest just based on the profile of. Um, there is, there's a year difference between the two. And I hope you share uh, where they replace that in the in the uh, in the warehouse. Sure. So, what have you been know, first step, second step in New York? They go by steps, not not step, uh, steps. levels. Yeah. Okay. Steps. <laughs> exactly. So, so yeah, let's hear the backstories about these two: four one four, six eleven. Six eleven has been entirely aged in Brooklyn. In, in inside, next to the still. Correct. That's so as hot as possible. All well, the there's no handle. temperature control. I mean, we right. keep the heat on. But when on, the still's on, but the, when the still's on, it's like yeah, that yeah. room is. But this time of year, it's 40 degrees. Uh, you take the all the heat you can get, right? Yeah, exactly. And 414, I'll give you the ages as well. So 611 is four years, five months, aged in Brooklyn. Again, maybe some non-typical characteristics. 414 is six years, four months as of this month, so plus a few days. What stood out to me were perhaps some typical characteristics. I still get some of those hallmarks, a bit of honey, riper stone fruit like peach on the nose. Yep. But darker on the finish, creme brulee, toffee, things of that nature that made it a real pleasing and long finish that I enjoyed a lot uh, with that regard. With 414? With 414. That's why that's specifically why uh, I included that. I wanted to get something over six years in this sample set, frankly. Yeah. But, dark chocolate. I, I, I got, yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that one. Um, and you know, you're never, you know, it's funny now that nowadays when people taste whiskey, they want it not to taste like wood. Well, of course it's been sitting in wood for years. So I'm also looking for variations in the wood characteristics. Is it Oak? Is it cedar? And to what degree? So this was on the lighter side of oak for me, uh, particularly um, uh, as a six plus year old. Uh, and interestingly enough, this uh, barrel entry proof went in a little bit higher than usual. It went in at just over 120 proof as Which opposed to our standard 115. 414. 414 went in at 120. So do you cut, did you cut this before you sent samples? Yeah, these are all at 112, what our bottle proof would be. And it's, I mean, for that age, it, I mean, it kind of came out, I don't, I don't know what I can and can't say. I'm just going to be transparent oh, you can, honest, hey, right? You can say, hey, you yeah, can I say, mean, even if it was dog shit, you could say, hey, Alan, sure. shit's dog no, shit. No, 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 I'm, I'm not talking, but I mean, to me, for for a, what I would it's consider light. a, 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 a high, uh, uh, extra age rye or, or mature rye, I mean, it's pretty light in color. No, it is. I mean, you get, I mean, you can kind of tell there, but no, it's definitely light. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, it, you can almost bottle both of these damn things, to be honest. No, I, I would take it. The, so the, the, the one thing that kind of throws me off on the back end of this, and I don't know, I'm going to use just what I'm, what I'm tasting. I almost get a little bit of metallic taste on the back end of this. And, four, and maybe four, it's one, not four. metallic. It, yeah, yeah. I'm four, it could be something else. And I, that's just the way I'm explaining it. But I almost get it. It's not off-putting. I mean, I would drink the hell out of this. Like I'll, it's, I'll like, take it. it's more like um, ripe something uh, ripe it, it's it's like a rind like yeah. like you mentioned watermelon earlier i don't know if that's why i'm throwing that in the back of my head but, oh boy but it, but, it, but it's not watermelon <laughs> but i'm getting something that's like no. on, the, on, on the back end like some tannins and, and mm. it's not off-putting i mean it's our we've settled we went through five and we're down to two and it's one of them it, it is not a bad taste so it's not metallic like it's off-putting um so do you think so this this is where this is the question and we're live. Do you want some, do you want to think someone to have a traditional rye or do you want to have six eleven as a unique, very good whiskey, rye whiskey with a little more bold flavors to it? Cause it's, these are total opposites. That's the thing. I feel like we're on a date right now and you're putting me on the spot. So uh, is it, is it go time? Yeah, go ahead. 
I'm, I'm, I want, Dan? I want, I want Dan's thoughts. I mean, he, Dan, pull the trigger. Speak, what do you think? Six eleven or four fourteen? Cal, first off, you and I are not partners because you drink too much, so you're not going on a second date. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I like six eleven the most. Uh, I think it's most unique. Um, like you guys are saying, four fourteen is more of your traditional rye. I'm just getting a lot of uniqueness out of this six eleven. You don't get everywhere, and I think it's fun. I think it's more fun. And to to the listeners, unique is not a bad thing because a lot of people, when I say bring out the funky, like it's it's not a bad thing. It's good to be unique in a lot of picks. Mm-hmm. No one wants to be like other people doing their picks. And not sure. necessarily 414. I might have to ask Alan to hold this barrel for me. Well, I was uh, thinking I was thinking this is going to be our 8 a.m. Uh, 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 pre-8 a.m. Uh, British Open Championship. Great. No, I mean, look, I mean, I got the, you know, we have a few minutes left, but Cal, what, what's your, what's your, uh, What's your take on this? No, I, I mean, I think it's 6-11 all day. I, I think uh, I didn't taste anything that was bad. I tasted um, I tasted some that probably fit a lot of, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, it, it's good and I'll drink it. Uh, I think we settled on two really good, um, uh, two good profiles. And I think the most unique, and I swear to God, I'm, I'm going to tell you honey bomb again. It's like honey bomb and mint. So are you here, getting, here we go. Are you getting sweetness on the on the on the fir- first part of it, and then the spicy on no, the back? All in the back. I'm getting it. Well, all I'm kind of getting a little sweet up front and a little spicy in the back. I Same. Know. I get that. Do you? Cal is Cal yeah. still working on his yeah. palate. Like, like <laughs> I'm his adjust, golf, I'm adjusting. Like, like his golf game. But no, in my opinion, I think six. I would choose six eleven. I think everybody would be very satisfied with six eleven. Um, it's not the age. It's more about uniqueness. Um, I think what I, I want 414 down the road. So I will be talking to Al about that. But uh, no, I, like you said, there's there one I didn't care for. So I think Alan needs to talk to that barrel a little bit more. I think 639 needs some help on. It's we'll, just we'll age. Play some it's, good it's, music for her. It's just age. Um, but, you know, 611 definitely. That, um, that, that's a bottle you can promote and uh, people are, no, I shouldn't say promote, but that's a bottle you can, ex, you can explain it to people and they're just going to, they're going to want it. I mean, it's, it, that's a good even, damn whiskey. You, you don't even need to hype this thing because uh, I mean, right. the, what'd you say? Four years, four months or something for six thirty nine. Yes. No, six eleven. Six eleven is four years, five months plus in brooklyn yeah. that's where it's at correct yeah, yeah. it's next to this still yeah. it's looking at this still getting yeah. all, all hot and heavy um oh, it's a new york a new york rye whiskey is it no but no i think i think 611 is the winner um i do too it probably yeah, you know ne- next next to this still helps i know another distillery that uh uh does stuff indoors as well and it brings some bold flavors which i I love. I mean, the, the flavors on six. When you nose them all, you mm-hmm. might as well nose four four one four 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 seven six thirty and six ninety six thirty nine. I left six eleven out because six eleven was way different than all those four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just but, I mean everything throughout it, right? My my question for Alan is honestly, which one you would you have picked? Would you pick one four one four? Um, no, to, I, it's hard for me to say pick one. I mean, I, I honestly, if I was to rank them, um, I have four, one, four, six, 11. Um, I found four, four, seven intriguing because of that undulating cola note, but wasn't meant to be today. Um, uh, six thirty nine is not in there as a goof, but you were right off the bat that it was the youngest of the lot. And so specifically in comparison to the others that probably shows. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, uh, yeah. no. So should we, uh, should we tell the viewers, Cal, what, um, what we're hopefully going to do this year with the, the series and it's not uh, necessarily going to be all with New York <laughs> distilling, but, um, you know, actually, um, we should, <laughs> okay. we should tell people what we're going to do. I'm glad so, I came around to that. <laughs> do you want me to explain or do you, are you, can you say this in like no, five no, minutes? No, 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 no. No, no, no. But first off, no. First off, Jeff, cheers, yeah, cheers and buddy. Alan, cheers. Thanks cheers for coming indeed. on with yeah, us. Absolutely, we, we really appreciate that. And 
So what we have coming up this year, we're going to follow the PGA Tour and we're going to start releasing uh, the uh, the major series. So be on the lookout for the bottle. We haven't figured out what we're going to call it yet. Um, We're going to do something unique. And, you know, one of the reasons, um, you know, we knew that Alan was producing great rye. He can give it he can turn it around really, really quick because with the bigger producers, it's who knows when you're getting it. Um, this is going to be for the masters. We're going to do something cool for the masters. Um, and everybody, I think everybody's going to love this bottle. I mean, under $50, I mean, four year, six month at the time of bottling, probably. Um, I think people are going to love this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're buying the we're buying the whole barrel. So I mean, if nothing else, no, we've got. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, we're we're good to go. I think Cal. I told Cal we're going to take two barrels of six eleven. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you mix uh, yeah, like, so, if you mix six thirty and four fourteen, I'm sure you get it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, uh, well, hold on. No, I'm saving. Uh, uh, I'm saving six thirty because. Uh, He's, he's got some, Alan's got some promising things for that. So that, we'll, we'll uh, send you samples just for fun. You'll just see how it ages over time. 639, 639. Yep. Yep. It was saved six. Well, I've saved some of everything. You wouldn't, you wouldn't believe it, but uh, oddly enough, I no, have. But I but, think, uh, um, I think we're get we have something cool, you know, as a golf fan, I am, you know, when you approach me, I thought um, you were a golfer. Oh yeah. I'm a golfer. <laughs> Um, actually hitting the simulator to, uh, tomorrow, which is, oh, cool. I hate golf right now when there's snow out the, but my boys wanted to get the simulator going. So, uh, nice. but no, um, I think we have something cool between my group, your followers with birdies and bourbon. Um, you know, it's all about having fun, mm-hmm. you know, picking good whiskey. Um, even if, hey. even if, even all, if all this stuff was not good, we would, we'd be, I would be completely transparent. And Alan would appreciate our honesty because um, there's times where I've declined barrels. Um, it is what it is. Um, but I think we found a really, really good barrel with 611. Um, who knows? You know, it's going to be a master steam. Might throw some. It'll be, it'll, it'll be, it'll be the first. Uh, it'll be the first. It, can, hey, is there any chance you could get green wax on a bottle? <laughs> it might be the first time I get these bottles and wax them over the seal. Um, nice. but so we'll see, we'll, we'll figure that out. But, uh, no, I appreciate Thank you. I know birdies and bourbon appreciates you, Alan. I appreciate Absolutely. you. You've been great. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to creating my own gin in the summer, which is going to be awesome. Um, Alan's been, Alan is one of the best in my opinion, not to toot your horn. Um, but, uh, he wants to, he wants to build his brand. He's very responsive and he provide. He, I mean, look, we could have barreled, honestly bottled four of these, you know, ones in my opinion, need some loving, but, uh, there's some good whiskey here. It's really, really good. good. Whiskey. And, um, I think six eleven is very, very good. And, uh, looking hey, forward if, to, if you look, don't get looking, a bottle of this, uh, you'll miss it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's no, true. I mean, Hey, I mean, there's only going to be so many, um, being in, in the, um, <clears throat> in actually the dissolute room, um, it's dark color and we're looking forward to this, uh, partnership with birdies and bourbon and having four releases this year with y'all and we'll figure out the next three soon. And, um, hopefully we can, I mean, maybe the, was it the PGA Championship? Uh, come out with our own logo with four one four as a as the kicker for the final series. Nice. I, I don't I don't see Alan nodding, but I don't see him shaking his oh. head. No. No, I mean I can be extremely versatile. Yeah, no. Happy but to thanks. do it and just happy to participate with you guys. Mm-hmm. No, thank you very much, Alan. I'll be in touch soon. Sounds good. And uh, no, thanks for having us, guys. I mean, it's been a mm-hmm. uh, how, how I got introduced to you guys. And, and now, now Cal wants me to go live on like Instagram and shit. I'm like, dude, 
I, I may have fallen out of the chair the other night, but they, I don't, I don't do that during like professional recordings. I like, can I have a, can I have a word in or like, can I like talk through it? Like, <laughs> hey, Jeff loves that camera. No, I don't like camera. I just I like poured myself I like a little the, more. Oh, I like there you talk, go. But no, hey, cheers, cheers, fellas. Thank you very much for the opportunity, Ellen, and looking forward to the partnership and. uh 2011 with you all at birdies and bourbon awesome. thank you thank you guys all right cheers yeah, yeah. cheers